This is iLink, a podcast presented by FHL Bank Atlanta. Hello and welcome to another episode of FHL Bank Atlanta's iLink. Today I'm excited to introduce two guests who will be giving you an overview of electronic promissory notes, also known as e-notes, in the anticipation that shareholders will soon be able to pledge e-notes as collateral. This is the first part of an ongoing series covering e-notes, so be sure to keep an eye out for additional episodes that dive deeper into the specifics of pledging e-notes as collateral. Our first guest today is Nathan Miller. Nathan is the Collateral Verification Review Team Lead at FHL Bank Atlanta. Also joining us today is Kim Whitaker, Senior Collateral Review Coordinator at the bank. Together, Kim and Nathan have been leading the charge in bringing e-notes to FHL Bank Atlanta shareholders. Kim, Nathan, thank you both for joining us today. I know this initiative has been a hot topic at the bank for a while now, so we're excited to have you here today to talk about it. Since e-notes is such a new concept, can you start off by giving our listeners an overview of what an e-note is and what makes it different from a typical note signed with wet ink? Absolutely. At its most basic, an e-note is a promissory note that is created, signed, and stored electronically, rather than the traditional promissory notes that are paper documents signed with a wet ink signature. So traditionally, when closing on a mortgage, the borrower and agent would physically meet at a closing table. The borrower would sign a paper document, or what we would call the wet ink version of their promissory note. That physical document would then be stored by the lending institution. But when an institution decides to implement e-notes, that entire process becomes digital. I think it is important to be very clear about the fact that an e-note isn't just a digital image of the traditional wet ink signed document. Rather, e-notes take a digital first approach to the process of originating a promissory note. They are created in an HTML format and require a unique digital signature with a unique hash value. Instead of meeting at a physical closing table, the parties would meet at an e-closing, a secure environment where both the borrower and the agent can review, sign, store, and transfer their closing documents. Once the e-closing is complete, the document is stored in an e-vault, since again, there is no paper document associated with an e-note. And one of the great benefits of e-notes is that the borrower and the agent can access the e-note document from anywhere in the world, as long as they have internet access. So this is huge. It's a different approach to promissory notes. What are some of the other benefits to e-notes? Why would our shareholders want to take advantage of them, and why now? Well, Taylor, e-notes have revolutionized how residential mortgages are closed. Um, the natural evolution of business is that more and more is being done electronically. As you noted, you can access the e-note from anywhere as long as you have Internet access meaning that an authoritative copy can be easily transferred electronically at the snap of a finger. Um, we've had the technology and the necessary legal framework in place to be able to accept e-notes for a while now, but demand for such a product has only recently caught on. Minimizing contact in the middle of a global pandemic um, highlighted the importance of products like this. 
and it drove the adoption of remote online notarization, or RONs, which in turn are making it easier for e-notes to be more widely accepted. Many states require certain loan documents to be notarized, meaning that they have to be acknowledged in person in front of a notary public or other official. But with the wider adoption of RONs, this can now happen electronically using video or audio capabilities, which makes e-notes more attractive when it comes to closing real estate finance transactions. You mentioned that we've had the legal framework and technological capabilities in place for a while. So why hasn't there been a stronger move to e-notes before now? Well, I think the biggest reason is that even though the legal framework has been in place for a while, we haven't had the necessary infrastructure to help the market for e-notes along. And this is particularly true of the secondary market. Additionally, we haven't seen the demand in the secondary market for uh, a service like this up to now. Again, the pandemic has highlighted the importance of providing digital services. So the timing of this rollout has been fortunate. Let's talk about the evolution of e-notes with regard to the federal home loan banks and FHL Bank Atlanta in particular. How did we come to the decision to move forward with e-notes? We embarked on a system-wide effort to be on the leading edge of this offering, and this has been in progress since late 2017. All 11 federal home loan banks came together to form key working groups in areas such as legal, operational, and member outreach. The operational working group developed the e-note requirements which FHL Bank Atlanta published on our website in February. These requirements are for one to four family secured e-notes, the first type of e-note to be accepted by the FHL Bank system. The requirements provide shareholders a framework they will need in order to begin originating e-notes. FHL Bank Atlanta is placing a heavy emphasis on education surrounding e-notes so that shareholders are prepared when we are ready to implement the product. It sounds like we're still in the evolution process, though a lot of progress has been made. Can you forecast what the timeline looks like for implementation? Well, the timeline for each of the FHL banks is different due to process development and individual approvals. Uh, Atlanta is not currently accepting e-notes at this time. We are still in the process of updating our internal processes, system implementations, and approvals. We will also seek shareholder input on the experience and testing processing procedures through a pilot program. But as mentioned earlier, we are focusing on educating our shareholders to make implementation as easy as possible for when we do go live. We anticipate our pilot program and eventual first implementation to take place in 2021. Since we have a bit of runway before this is widely available, what can institutions be doing now to be prepared to pledge e-notes as collateral in the future? The first step would be to review the requirements and checklist that we have published on our resource center. Just as a note for our listeners who are not as familiar with our website, you can navigate to the main page of our resource center on FHLBATL.com and search e-notes to find these items. Then, you should reach out to your relationship manager to start the conversation about using e-notes. They will help you to complete the advances agreement addendum for e-notes. And then you will register with MERS, sign the registry addendum, and acknowledge FHL Bank Atlanta as a secured party in your profile. And then you will complete a member e-vault review and 
perform connectivity testing. Great. Do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up? Taylor, just that we are really pleased to be this close to implementing this product. This gives our shareholders a chance to be on the leading edge of technology in this area, and we're excited to see where it goes. And we hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if you're interested in learning more about preparing for eNotes, we encourage you to visit our resource center on FHLBATL.com. And if you're a shareholder with questions about using eNotes at your institution, please reach out to your relationship manager. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future eNotes episodes.